The Stop Hating Yourself podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to take the place of professional treatment. If you're in need, please seek help. If you're in immediate danger, please press pause and dial 911. Viewer discretion is advised. reach the top of the mountain what's the fucking point USB-C well yeah but just saying the EU doesn't recognize USB mini the European Union yes they made a standard charging uh, right 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 yeah it wasn't yeah. mini it was micro and they're working their way towards USB-C you know what I'd, ra- I'd rather have mini than micro I'll be honest really why is that uh, I think micros to micro Small. I've had too many cell phones that had the micro USB mm-hmm. where it got to a point where you had to insert it just so in order for it to charge. Let me ask you a question. Now I've got USB-C. Fine. How often do you clean your charging port? How often do I clean it? Well, now are we counting when I uh, drop it in the bathtub? Does no. that count as the cleaning? No. Okay, then I've never cleaned it. Yeah, so uh, on many occasions, and it's the first time I did this, it was horribly disgusting, um, the port at the bottom of the iPhone okay. is very, very, especially that little The old one, lightning? The, whatever the little one is, not the wide one, the new one. Yeah, I think it's the lightning. Um, very susceptible to lint, and I couldn't mm. get it to charge, and I did some research, and I got a little flashlight, looked up there, and I was like, I can't see the bottom of the port. I got out a, knife. a wooden toothpick is a good tool for this. Okay. Because um, it's not going to damage anything. I it's scraped like toothpick. <clears throat> exactly. I scraped out what ended up being a, like, you know, you know how small those ports are. So small. Wait, is this a joke? How small are they? Well, uh, they should be able to fit a quarter-sized ball of lint. Boom! That's you how, burnt! Yeah, that's how small they are. Um, that's how much lint was inside of my charging port. And, that, wow. and on three occasions since then, it's been about 18 months, um, and it, like people would like, borrow a charger. It's like, God, my, none of my chargers are working. And I pull out a, a mint-flavored toothpick, and I um, say, hey, you know we're recording. Here's an idea. What's that? Here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe when you're doing laundry, turn your pockets inside out when you put it in the dryer. To, to make sure you don't have a phone in your pocket? No. The lint in your pocket will build up. Certainly, that makes sense. So if you turn the pockets inside out, that lint doesn't have a place to hide. It's going to find its way to, guess what? The lint trap. Which is the, the charging port on my iPhone? Oh, oh no, the dryer. No. We'll... Hey, recorded live from the Sad Pads, this is the Stop Eating Yourself podcast, the self-help podcast where we help ourselves. Oh, I don't remember what the... How does this go? While we help ourselves... Uh, while entertaining you, I'm Carl Bad Batch Case alongside, uh, alongside Catfish, Sad Sack, Baruni. Hey, how about that? Look, I didn't forget how to read. That's good. Hey, it's been like a month, hasn't it? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it uh, has. Thank you. For, <laughs> for thanking. I need, I need it. I'm mean, thanking you, Catfish. I'm thanking oh, okay. you because I needed... To not do this for a while. <laughs> Here's the thing that we should point out yeah. to listeners. Uh, we did not discuss no. not doing anything. We didn't. We've just pretty much not been talking. Just ignored each other for two weeks. And people have asked me, like, oh, are you recording? Like, nope. Um, do, you, do you know when you're recording it again? Nope. Do you know if you're recording again? Nope. Uh, have you talked to Carl? Nope. Is... Every, yeah, it's probably, I don't know. Step one, tell your friends to ask something besides a yes or no question. Ooh. Can you ask other than yes or no question, yes. friend? Okay. Uh, I did, I did think, oh, maybe it's a sensitive topic at the moment. So I don't want to bring up the podcast. But then I also had ideas. It's like, what if we stopped doing this podcast? Instead, we did a new podcast where we get really stoned and talk about articles that we read on Medium 
and we call it medium high. I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. All right, okay. great. Okay. So Thank this is the last stuff. episode. Uh, what's this called again? Stop hating yourself. Stop hating yourself. And the next one will be called uh, Getting Medium High with Carl and Kevin. And it'll be the preview episode of our new series. Okay, so this is a backdoor pilot? <laughs> right in the back door. Yep, just slipping it in there. Um, that's a good idea. Great. Uh, so check-in-wise, because that's what we normally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good, good opportunity. Um, for those of you who didn't know, even going back to when we did the live recording... Yes. I'd been sick. You'd been sick. I'd been sick. and Did that stop immediately after we finished recording that live episode? It did not. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. And But it cleared uh, up the next day. No, not so much. Okay. So that we recorded on a... Was it a Sunday or a Saturday? Saturday, I Saturday. think. Okay, so, so it didn't clear up on Sunday. So I'm assuming if it didn't clear up by Monday, then definitely by hump day, you were good to go. Uh, I don't even remember what happened Ooh, when at this oh point. No. I'm pretty, I'm pretty lost in the weeds. Um, but yeah, definitely. So my cough mellowed out. It did, and I and I tried to do some. I tried. To, I, I've got a mountain bike race coming up next weekend, and okay. so I'm trying to do some. That's on brand. Yeah. Yep. And um, <clears throat> and uh, like oh, and and uh, uh, the chef really wanted to get back into you know the January exercise thing. Um, is, so wanted wait, to go to the gym. Is the January is the January exercise thing a thing? It's a thing, right? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Well, those people people do the, the like with the resolution. Okay, and they get back on the horse. Okay, um, and so um, we went to the gym three times that week, which means I ran on the treadmill for a good hour or two that week. And yes, I coughed mm-hmm. a lot, <clears throat> but um, it had been a while since. <clears throat> yeah. You gotta you gotta clear out the lint. Yeah, but so I never speak. really felt like I had full lung capacity. Oh. And um, was this just last weekend or was this two weekends ago? Buddy, fuck if I know. Right. Okay. So um, no, this would have been two two weeks ago. Uh, I um, by that Friday um, I started well starting on like a couple days after the recording. Yes. I was feeling lightheaded. Oh. Um, to the effect that I was using a forklift at work on Tuesday, uh-huh. and I was uh, thinking to myself, I shouldn't be doing this. It's a shame that the person who normally does this is out with a bad back, because otherwise I really wouldn't be doing this right now. Now, is your your forklift, is that propane-powered? No, it is It is electric. Okay. Because I was going to say something about the the fumes probably wouldn't help, but if it's not propane... No, it was just literally, like, getting up, and then, like, the turning... Right. Um... Of the forklift, and uh, <clears throat> that just kind of persisted all week until Friday. Uh, you we, fell off the forklift. No, not okay. quite. Uh, I went with a. We had a big group of friends to go to a women's basketball game because one of our friends' children, at age six, came home one day and said to her, uh, to his uh, parents, "Why don't we watch more women's sports?" Hmm. Um, and, and, and the uh, parents said, well, well we, we sometimes watch tennis and oh. the child replied, that's not good enough. Mm. Uh, so we arranged to go to a, uh, U of A women's basketball game, um, for that child's birthday. Okay. So we brought a bunch of people. Interesting. Um, did that placate the child? Very much so. He was, ra- he was just enthralled by the whole thing. He's very happy. It was the, it was the big rivalry. And he said, and he said, that's, I'm... I'm tapping out. No more women's sports for the year. It was a great game. It went great. He's very happy. They're watching it on TV. I think they're going to go to another one. Um, but uh, I, I, at one point in time, I was feeling so swimmy. I didn't get my usual beer at the game. Mm. And uh, at one point in time, I picked up their youngest yes. child. And, and really how just, old? Let's say two. Two. Just okay. nearly just straight toppled over the stands mm. down. And uh, spent the rest of the day like... I feel a little out of it, but um, also not being really... You almost tumbled down uh, bleachers, is that what they're called? Stands? I don't know. With a toddler, we'll say, Mm -hmm. and your thought was, I'm not feeling 100%. Yeah, I still still rode my electric scooter (laughs) home. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And uh... I... Sometimes, sometimes I think, you know, it's kind of a shame. That Karen and Carl, Chef Karen, 
I've forgotten the whole thing. I've forgotten the whole thing. It's Dr. been so Jeff, long. Jeff the Chef, Karen, Esquire. Esquire. Apologies for bringing up lawyers. PhD Esquire. Apologies for bringing up lawyers. Uh, I'm write that down. Th- I think. Oh my God! It's a shame that they won't be parents because that's what parents should be like. The two of you. Are you willing to throw a child? No, no, no. I mean, the, the way you live okay. in the world. How you take part in it. Yeah. Just thinking back on my own parents, where it was kind of like, you popped out and, and then, oh, well, good luck figuring it out. Uh, <laughs> I, I realized, and I, now I know I'm going off on a tangent, but um, I realized recently, I don't know how shoes are supposed to fit. Because oh, growing up, yes. growing up yes. with no money, we were always like, well, make sure there's room in the toe for you to grow into. Every time. Every time. So I didn't think about You're that. You're 27 years old. Make sure there's room in the toe. We're right. For but when you get diabetes and your feet it's swell. It's not a conscious it's, thing. It's not. So it wasn't until, I swear, within the past few years, I'm like, I don't think this is how shoes are supposed to fit. Dude, I've been there. And now I'm like... How are they supposed to fit? Like, am I supposed to feel the end of the shoe with my toe? Because I've never felt that, have you, and now it's weird. Have you talked to your professional at Foot Locker about it? No, because be I didn't step. know those still exist. They, Foot Lockers or professionals? Uh, professionals at Foot Locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe they'd gone for a whole casual you thing. You think you look at all these like devices scattered around the store, how to like, measure people's feet, um, and you think that somebody who works there would know how to use that. No. Do they the still case. got the... The whitey and the, the slidey. The slidey measury thingy. The whitey slidey. That's what whitey I mean. slidey. Yeah. Um, I believe so. Okay. Um, not helpful. So I... Yes. This is when my first decided, time admitting this aloud. It, like this has been going through my head. I have thought I should ask a close friend who won't mock me. I should ask them, hey, how are shoes supposed to fit? Because I also feel like, oh, I can't Google that. Because then it will forever be linked to me. <laughs> yeah, now, I've got no problem Googling uh, pornography yes. and other uh, seedy things. But I don't want the stigma oh. of being nearly 38 and not knowing how shoes are supposed to fit. Thank you. Now I know how old you are. Um, I said nearly. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck figuring that out. So it must be less than. Um, I've eliminated most of the years, uh-huh. uh, but yes, I've been there. I, yeah. And also there was a, this is a combination with the shame of being a short person. Yeah. That, oh no, I, my, I no, I, I wear size, size 10. I wear yeah. size 10. Of course I wear size 10. Cause the last time I bought shoes, you know, at, in high school or something, my parents yeah, yeah. being, yeah. uh, they were like, okay, well, we'll try the 10 and they, you know, your mom right, right, poke right. at the yep, toe. Yep. 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 Like, kind of like put the, the width. Of um, thumb. thumb, yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's plenty of room. The thing was, if you're like me, we never grew into those shoes. Never grow into the shoes. Just the next school year, when you'd go to pay less or whatever. You get the exact same size shoe. Right. <laughs> With just as much room in it. Right. All the way. Mm. <laughs> anyway, back to you almost killing a toddler. <laughs> Um, so just, just to clear it up, uh, once I decided I, I, like I knew how shoes fit, I dropped uh, a size and a half. Holy shit. I went from a 10 to an eight and a half. Like, um, uh, so, so, wow. so you might, you might consider, um, yeah, yeah. like go to big five on one of their big sales weekends and get some $20 tennies and try out some different sizes and wear them for a while. Right. See if they fit better, see if they feel better. Um, that's my, that's my, but advice. now I've got a bunch of shoes where I'm like, my foot's sliding around inside of them. I'm like, I like these shoes. What do I do? Well, let me tell you. Am I supposed to shove underwear in them? What am I supposed to do? So let's, you, suddenly you have a new, uh, you're, you, you've changed something about your life. Maybe you've lost weight. You've decided something fits a little bit different. Uh, maybe you've changed styles. You've decided that, uh, the mod look is a little too 1983 Britain and you need to go. I'm going rockabilly. Exactly. You know what? What? Poshmark.com. Holy cow. Let me write it. Hold on. Let me write this down. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I've just opened the pen. P O O S F. No, S is in Salmonella. 
S <laughs> H H yes <laughs> like like and H wonderful <laughs> N N M as in Mancy in N M M as in Mancy okay M M A R K K okay K the letter K. Oh, okay. Dot com. This website will allow you to That's not buy. Easy. Yes. That's buy and perfect. sell uh, used clothing. I don't want to sell anything. Well, the, the, so let's say you want you love your Doc Martens. They're purple. They got lovely yellow laces, but they're the okay. wrong. All right. Now you have to apologize for bringing up purple Doc Martens. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Um, that would be on brand for somebody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my wife. Um, no, I didn't. um you know, so your your purple duck arms with yeah. yellow yellow laces. Uh huh. You love them, but they're just the right. wrong size. Right. Find somebody who also loves them but has the wrong size. Sell them to them. Buy another pair. Bada boom, bada bing. You're not paying the middleman. You're not paying I the see. price of a new pair of shoes, but you're getting what you need out of life. Did we turn on sponsorships again for the no, podcast? That, I thought it'd be funny okay. to pretend like we had sponsorship. But, but while we're on that uh, topic, uh-huh. Dane, stop giving us five dollars <laughs> a month right now. <laughs> If you don't stop it, I will be forced to stop you. And I will. Hey, I'm buying a cup of coffee every month with that. What are you talking about? Where the fuck is my coffee? (laughs) Dane, please just start mailing me $2.50, preferably in quarters. Those are hard to keep inside the envelope. He's going to have to invest in more higher-quality envelopes, I guess. That's true. And tape. Um, so you almost killed a toddler. So I almost killed a toddler. Uh, next day, uh, I went to urgent care because, you know... How was that? Well, I went to a... Did you make an appointment? I made an appointment online with a Minute Clinic. Fantastic. Um, I waited an hour after my appointment time. <laughs> no. Um, and... Uh, Received zero care and was told I should probably make my way to a true urgent care with a with a, the capabilities of X-ray. <laughs> so then, go did come. they charge you? I honestly don't know. You should look. I should look at my credit because card because in that situation, I was in a similar situation where uh, a cat, my cat, bit me. Oh, I remember. Yes, and I went to the Walgreens clinic, and they were like. Oh, no, we can't do it. And they didn't charge me, which I appreciated. I'm pretty sure I didn't get charged. Uh, that was an experience I'd like to recount, recount because the person who was in, taking care of me... So this episode, we're just doing four weeks of checking. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> who knows? Um, you know, let, it's, let's, she, she, yeah. She, uh, you could hear the people complaining... Through the door, there was no. There's a there's a computer and uh-huh. a way to log in, and then your yeah. name's up on the board. You yep. can see that it's been an hour and twenty minutes since your appointment time was supposed to happen, and the only person around that has anything to do with it is the person who's providing care. Yes, and I'm sitting in her office. Yes. while she's trying to keep her shit together yes. and interact with me as a professional. Right. While you can hear a crowd yes. of angry Walgreens mm-hmm. customers complaining yeah. about the wait outside. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow, how are you keeping composure, woman? That is, that was a that was a strong. Strong professional person to block a out. Strong, you know, they usually just call strong professional people professionals, right? I'm adding, I'm, I'm multifaceted, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> have you missed this? I've, I've missed every minute of it. I didn't, I didn't uh, miss it until we started doing it again. Uh, the so, so, uh, so you had to go to a true urgent care. Yep. Had, Did you uh, do that? Yes, I did. Got a got a chest X-ray. Uh huh. Definitely had some nasty stuff in my lungs. Okay. Uh, had a wheeze uh, that was coming from my uh, left lung. Mm. Um, and uh, and uh, severe uh, sinus congestion from uh, you know sinus infection. So. Wow. What do you? Um, felt a lot better after a little antibiotics, like four days later. Mm. And and Dramamine. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> to stop the the dizziness. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and steroids. 
And I tell you what, as a 40-year-old man, prednisone, just like a nice course of prednisone to take all the inflammation down a notch, that's lovely. Yeah. It's lovely. It's, it's like a small vacation from how often, inflammation. How often can you do that a year? I don't know, but I think it's more often than I am right now. And yeah. I should do that more often because that really, man, that was great. Right. Because right. it wasn't just the inflammation in my head causing the dizziness. It was all the inflammation oh. that builds up in your body as a 40-year-old man. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful thing. Uh, and then the next weekend I went mountain biking and didn't record a podcast, and here we are this weekend. So, here we are. Yeah. How's your last few weeks been? And I have a very specific question for you. Okay. But Oh, you're waiting? Okay. The first question is, how have you been... And as we go through it, I'm going to interject with the question. As we go through it? Yeah. You... <laughs> it has truly been too long if you think that I have, like, a list of things that I have done no, but you while have, we've been apart. You have time that has passed. Carl, uh, let's see. Uh, I went to a 40th birthday party. Oh, that was mine? Yes. Oh, that was fun. Um, where I gave the host... Uh, some celebrity whiskey. Uh, now, I explained to him, you, uh, when I gave him, you, uh, the alcohol, uh, whiskey, mm -hmm. uh, that I had narrowed it down to two choices. And what were those choices? Now, one of them, I thought, well, this is, this is the funnier of the two. But the other one, supposedly, is a better tasting Whiskey. Oh my god. And what did you choose? Unlike myself, I went with what was supposed to be the better tasting whiskey. And this whiskey drinker appreciates it. Look at you mature. I well, like a whiskey. Yeah, exactly. Aging. Uh I don't know if we, I asked, but I meant to. How was it as far as whiskeys go? Pretty good. Okay. Um yeah. I don't uh Normally drink that particular type of whiskey, but uh, I made everybody take a shot of it uh, uh -huh. when they came in right. with me. Your friend Jay spilled about half the bottle. Really? Uh, you don't remember that? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, uh, there was a moment during Carl's party where he and I were inside, uh, not the studio, but the uh, auxiliary sad pad, I guess. Sure. Uh, having uh, the green room, maybe. Right, a conversation, and Carl began to hiccup. Oh. While we were talking, and my thought, and what I said was, Carl, you're cartoon drunk. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so, cartoon drunk Carl doesn't remember his good friend Jake, who must have been drunk as well, Dude. knocking over the bottle of whiskey. And my thought, being raised by my cheapskate father, was, oh no. That's just money that's being wasted. Someone's about to hit me. <laughs> uh, I'm wasting it wasn't money. me, Dad. It was Jay. Um, no, I do not recall that, but I do. But that's good because the next day there was very little left in that bottle, ah. and uh, uh, it didn't. I didn't feel like I drank that. I, I felt like I drank a lot, but I didn't feel like I drank that much. It was fairly early on in the night. I okay. think it was before you made everyone do a shot. Okay. Uh, well, we we definitely dented it, and it's yeah. gone now. We all right. Have drank it all. It was it was nice. I drink. I mostly drank it neat, um, maybe with a splash, so I wasn't even mixing it up with anything uh -huh. else. So it tasted. It was great. It was good. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. And what did you think of it? Because you had some. Did you? I had a small taste. And, um, uh, I don't, I don't know, because I don't have any, like, context mm -hmm. to compare it to. Um, I can only, uh, I guess, extrapolate from television and movies and, and reading things. Um, I was expecting it to burn all the way down. And? It did not. Oh. Um, so it, I don't know. It stopped at about uh, mid-sternum? No, I don't think there was any burning at all. Oh. So I don't know if that's just from drinking black coffee that I have no taste buds anymore. Maybe. Yeah. Um, or maybe you have a healthy uh, digestive system. That oh, that can't be true. Also, like, that, riddled with acid. That cannot be true. 
Um, uh, yeah, it was it was good, and that's yeah, it it was very it was smooth in the way that doesn't mean that it burns all the way down. It was smooth in the way that doesn't burn. Right, all the way down. right. So for our listeners who are curious, uh, the funnier option. Uh, was to get the uh, Metallica branded whiskey. Uh, funnier because uh, supposedly part of the process is that while the whiskey is in barrels, it is apparently blasted with Metallica's music, which I don't, I don't know what that actually does, but I guess it's supposed to put metal in your mouth. Metal in your mouth. Metal in your mouth. Uh, it, 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 yeah, scientifically. Scientifically, let's hear it, Doctor Science. Uh-huh. The vibrations from the music might uh, help the extraction of flavor from the barrels. The inter- the the movement and flow of liquid from the it being absorbed into the staves to being released. Um, but at the same time, total bullshit. Well, this is what I'll do. I'll buy a bottle, mm-hmm. save it for fifty. Oh. Which, I don't know if it ages, you know, in the bottle for that long, if that's going to do anything to the taste. It'll but, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see in 10 years what we think of Metallica's whiskey. Something but to who, look forward to. Man, who knows what other celebrities will have alcohols by then. I know. There could be uh, a Lizzo... Limoncello? Yeah, there we go. Uh, the, the Maynard from the tour yes. has like wineries. Yes, uh, up in uh, near Jerome, I believe. Oh, really? In Arizona. Interesting. That'll be our third podcast where so, we just say interesting alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> where Carl One of us drinks Carl drinks an amount diet. where he can actually uh, give you an opinion on how it tastes while I take a little sippy sip. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I love it. Anything new in, in your life since then? I mean, it is 2020. We're, we're in it now. Uh, I mean, uh, no. There's not really. Um, uh, let's see. For a while, by which I mean like a week, mm-hmm. uh, I was doing adult coloring books. Oh. Uh, by which I mean I did like two pages in a Star Wars coloring book. Wow. Um, Lovely. Yeah, but that kind of stopped. Okay. Um, because you run out of marijuana. Uh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of, <up. laughs> um, yeah, not much, Carl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so here's the question. Okay. Um, oh, specific. This is the specific question. Yeah. Okay. And uh, feel free to be dishonest because we're we are recording live. I always feel free to do that. Um, uh, Doctor Chef Jeff the Chef Karen. Uh, Esquire. HD Esquire. Yes. Apologies for being my uh, Had a uh, had a, a, a theory. Oh. Um, based on your social media behavior. Uh huh. That uh, there's a new lady in your life. No, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure this was in regards to one specific Instagram post. Yep. <laughs> which <laughs> was 100% horseshit. Oh. Okay. Just because I thought it was funny that anyone would accept it as, you know, truth. Mm-hmm. And what did this Instagram post say? Um, I think it was, uh, it was a picture of the breakfast that I had made for myself that morning. And uh, the caption was something like, uh, because I've been waking up earlier, uh, that this new morning catfish... Uh, sometimes uh, prepares breakfast for his gentlewomanly guests. Yes. Yes. Um, no guests. Well, you should know by my using the word gentleman womanly, uh, gentlewomanly, gentlewomanly uh, that it was full of shit. Also, come on. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Nobody. I believe in you. Do, don't do that. <laughs> the don't way, okay, energy, I think... The my emotional response when you said that, I think, is probably um, like when atheist is dating somebody and the person they're dating who they really like says something like, "Well, my faith in Christ," and just that, like, "Oh no!" Saying that I believe in you. Yes. <laughs> I guess 
in that way, I'm an atheist. <laughs> about your, about your yes. own belief and your own abilities. Uh-huh. That, that, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, on brand. that's on brand. Hey, uh... Yes, uh, sir. Uh, uh-huh. Something that came about. What came about? When I was, uh... The, after I'd finally gotten the Dramamine yep. and started taking the... Antibiotics, the steroids. Uh, that evening... Yes. I became... So angry. You became angry. Yes. At? N- I, it was completely without source. It was I literally see. just, I have, I am anger. Mm. Uh, what shall be the, uh, the locus of my, uh, the focus of my angry outbursts uh, for the next three hours before I pass out of sleep? I see. Um, so I broke the dishwasher. Uh, With your anger? Yep. Okay. Yep, the door wouldn't close. Oh, so, so Chef's got to be thrilled no, about I, that. I, I fixed it. Okay. The next day, she, the next day she went to open the dishwasher, and what do you know, that the, when the door was open, it just kind of fell out. <laughs> <laughs> the screws. And you looked at her and said, what did you do? <laughs> I said, I, yeah, looks like the, 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 the dishwasher was broken yesterday. Um, also, I was irrationally angry. Um, please don't put those put two and two together on that one. She, she's pretty good about not... Not doing the math? Yeah. Or not letting him know a, that she's done the math? Yeah, in a, in a very kind way. Right. <laughs> because, but, like, just... It didn't, like... I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, if I had to... So, we talked about before uh, when I experienced particular emotions, you know, anxiety in particular, uh, trying to reverse engineer why or where it came from. Right. Like, this was literally, like, there is no, like, if I sit down and try to decide what I'm angry about, I'm just going to be angry at something I'm not actually angry about. Mm. So I was just, like, angry. So, uh, has that ever happened to you? Do you ever just get, Um, pissed at nothing? Yes, but I can't, my memory's not good enough that I can recall whether or not, um, I've been able to reverse engineer why okay. or where the anger might come from. Um, what what day did you say this happened to you? This is the day I... This is two weeks ago. Okay. Um, yeah. Because yesterday. Because I found myself uh, this past Thursday in a similar situation. Um, uh, Thursday night, I was in my kitchen. Um, you finally heard the results of the Super Bowl. Yes. And you're such a big 49ers Football fan. Football one, yeah. from what I hear. Yeah. Uh, so Thursday night. So Thursday night, uh, I'm in my kitchen grinding coffee uh, to last me a week because my father wants to borrow my coffee grinder um, because, God forbid, he should pay money and buy one himself. Uh, instead, he wants to, you know, b- grind to like 20 pounds of coffee beans at a time. Let me ask you, would it be a bad precedent to just, like, buy him a shitty coffee grinder? I considered that. Buying, like, the little one because I don't want to make it too easy for him. Like I'm a little spiteful. Like the one that uh, spooks up all the cattle and uh, city slickers? Yes. Yes. (laughs) That would be so dumb. (laughs) I recently rewatched it. Relatively recently, yes. Oh, my God. Um, But I've also watched... Other bad movies, yeah. and I think City Slickers isn't that bad. Okay. Uh, so, so, so I'm in the kitchen uh, trying to grind my coffee beans a week's worth, and I think we have similar coffee grinders. Yeah. And I've had problems in the past where, um, like a put just enough coffee. That's usually what I'm doing. It's grinding just enough for that day. Well, that's gotta keep it fresh, man. Yeah, and it will have a problem sometimes where it's in the hopper, but it's not like falling down. Yes. Into the grinding bits. You might be surprised to find out that there are entire form uh, areas of science, material sciences, engineering, that are all about different materials falling down in a hopper. Interesting. Yeah, thank you, agricultural sciences. Yes. Um... So in the past, I've had the problem where I put just enough in for the day, I'm grinding it, and it's not falling in, and I'm kind of like tapping it on the top to encourage it to fall down. 
And when this happens, I'm thinking like, man, I bet if I just had a whole hopper full, there'd be no problem. Right. Because gravity, the weight of the other beans, pushing it down, it would just Maybe. fucking grind. Oh, man, I got a little turned on thinking about you that grinding. The, you can hear how engaged the material is with the mill. Yes. You, you know, you're not hearing these gaps. You're not hearing it spin up because it's inefficiently grinding. It's like it's consistent, consistently engaging with the beans. That's what yeah, I picture. That's what you want, yeah. And so, even though I was annoyed that I had to grind a week's worth of coffee to accommodate my father, mm-hmm. uh, I thought, ooh, I'm going to fill this hopper up with coffee beans, oh, hey. and I'm going to fucking push grind. It's going to fill the thing up, and it's going to be fucking fantastic. And then I hear the familiar sound of nothing being ground up. Yeah. And so I start tapping on the top. And, you know, a few beans. Tapping some more. Tapping some more. Tapping harder. And then I'm practically fucking hitting the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yelling, yelling obscenities. Uh, and picturing me grabbing the whole fucking thing and just throwing it against the wall. Did you actually do it? No. But you envisioned it, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, you had a mental image uh-huh. like, oh, that would be so cathartic. Mm, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. In, in my third eye, uh, it felt wonderful to do that so one thing that happened to me on that saturday uh-huh with rational anger was that something i couldn't fit something into a refrigerator because i had such generous friends i had way more beer than i could fit into my various fridges and so i just took a can i went in the backyard and with all the force of my might threw a full can of beer at a wall and i was just like The dogs are so sad right now. <laughs> like, what is wrong? What is happening? This is not normal. <laughs> like, it's okay, girls. Papa just needed to destroy something. <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, it sounds like we could have used a rage room. Right? <laughs> like, what? It's, it's the, the hard problem, thing is yes. timing it up, right? Right. You can't... I don't think you can pre-plan the rage room for the perfect moment. I mean, given that we knew the the, the vote that was going to go down in the Senate this week, yes, that is, I think, part part of of why I think I was so angry. Yeah, and on edge. Um, but I don't think I could have predicted that I would have felt exactly that way. Mm-hmm. That to that extent. Yeah, because I think we all knew. Um, was a goddamn what those uh, spineless shit heels in the Senate were going to do. Yeah. It wasn't a terrible surprise, but I guess maybe there's a little uh, optimism buried in all of us. We're like, well, this, this, this has to be it, right? Like, they've been waiting. <laughs> and literally, senators are saying, no, he did something. He did something that was wrong. He, right. He did something that was wrong that I would probably... Uh, in, uh, 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 convict a Democrat for, but it wasn't like a, a crime, like a high. It wasn't like a high crime. Well, he, there was even. Uh, well, yes, he what he did was wrong, um, but I, I I don't think it rises to the level of impeachment. There was that excuse. There was well, we can't undo an election, and no one's asking anybody to do under un, un, like that. Like no one's this. Right. It's like, well, are you trying to say that there can never be consequences because it would, quote unquote, undo something that happened previously? Right. Yeah. Suddenly just the fact that he was elected means that he could get away with anything. Right. 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 Like, like there, there's no pre- logic. In that let's shit. pretend I had a, uh, uh, a story uh, sports career mm-hmm. and then... You know, on the downside, 
You were killed in a helicopter crash? I killed someone. Oh, okay. Now, we're my lawyer could yet. say, well, you can't undo that career he's had by convicting him of murder. You can't undo all of that. And that's what would happen if you put him in prison. You know, it's the same type of shit that you get from the, like, fucking, that one rapist up at uh, Stanford, or wherever it was. Yes. Who was, like... Brock like Turner. Name. Brock Turner, yes. yes. The, you know, we are not afraid was. to say his name. I couldn't remember his name. I would be... I'd, I'd scream at the hilltop if I bothered to remember the fuckhole's name. But, like, yeah, so Brock Turner's... Their defense is like, but he has a promising future. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Does he, or is he gonna do stuff like this? Yeah, you know. I mean, I guess at one point in time, Jeffrey Dahmer had a, like, he was valedictorian of his clown college. Yeah. So, I mean, can't undo his, right. can't fucking his, yeah. He it's, put a lot of work into that, to yeah. get to that point. You can't undo all that work. Um, there was that, and then, um, I think Susan Collins, oh my god. <laughs> Susan Collins is, like, excuse, of like... Well, there's not going to be a fair trial in the Senate, so kind of why bother? What can you do? And you could be one of the people who actually right. You're literally to a yelling fair trial. at the television. Um, <laughs> and I was texting a friend uh, about you know, Susan you know, Collins. I'm not going to be a fair judge, so I don't feel like it's fair for me to judge him. Right. Um, okay, you were texting a friend. Yeah, so I was texting a friend because. Susan Collins, they were showing a clip of her on the TV, and I don't think I ever noticed before how much her Saturday Night Live impression is exactly her. I've not seen She either. talks like she's doing the impression of Susan Collins. And so she's talking, and I can feel the kind of like anger bubbling up inside of me and I texted my friend and said, you know, I really fucking want to punch Susan Collins right in the twat. All right. And my friend said, oh, don't say that. They'll lock both of us up. And I said, I said I want to, not that I'm planning to. And so, yeah, she, as far as I know, her twat has gone unpunched. And neither of you got locked up. No. Yet. Mm. Not yet. There's still time. There. Yep. I always uh, am looking towards the future with just a twinkle in my eye, knowing uh, that there are, there are endless possibilities for goodness uh, that may come my way. Uh, rain down from clouds of whatever in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to give you some time to do whatever it was you were doing. I don't know if I gave you enough. <laughs> I was listening. I didn't say you weren't listening, but you were you were obviously trying to do something else at the same time. Well, I felt that given how much we haven't really, like, wound each... How much we've wound each other up over the subject. Yeah, now we're angry again. It might be valuable to uh, look for some post-impeachment anger affirmations. Oh, is that's a, that is a very specific category. It is, and it's only a 36-hour window or 72-hour window since it was even a thing. So um, I was wondering what might show up. And uh, let's see here. And uh, I stumbled upon a... Uh, Fox and Friends Ooh, gives its God. most powerful viewer some post-impeachment affirmation. <sighs> and now Was it? Hold on. Can I guess? It. Can I guess what it is? I mean, go right ahead. Okay. First guess. You can do whatever you want, buddy. <laughs> End quote. Is that what it is? Pretty close. Okay, great. Fantastic. Basically, <laughs> um... And this is not from, this is post-impeachment, not post-acquittal. Post um, it's basically like, hey, buddy, don't worry about being impeached. You'll probably get reelected. <sighs> this is going to be good for you. So that definitely didn't help either of us. No. Oh, man. No, it didn't. I can't believe something that was said on Fox and Friends wasn't good for us. Right. Um, <laughs> I've been... I've been thinking about getting a, getting a subscription to the New York Times again. 
Uh, it's been uh, 18 years since I've had a subscription to the New York Times. I have Now, I have a subscription to the local newspaper. You do? I do. Like, do you get a physical copy? No, That's just digital. Okay. And I don't read it enough to really warrant it, but I kind of, I guess I think of it as like a subsidy. Surveys. Yeah, absolutely. That's very nice of you. Uh, somebody's got to keep this going Somebody's along. So, news uh, rando bloggers and QAnon assholes. Yes, but I've thought like I should maybe like do the same thing: get a subscription to the New York Times or the Washington Post. And then every time I have that thought, one of them or both of them does something fucking stupid, usually with an opinion piece, and yeah. I'm like, fuck this. Well, you gotta forgive the opinion. No, I will not. I will not because the way those uh, opinion pieces get framed when they're shared on the internet is they don't show up as opinion pieces. No, they don't. They do not. They show up as factual articles. And I don't blame people for this, but they get passed around. People don't have time to read every fucking article. Well, they definitely don't take time. And especially the way they're written now. Yeah. Nobody gets to the point. Yeah. They just take their time trying to paint a fucking picture. I'm like, God damn, Picasso, man, you're killing me. That's I through. can't get to the ears, let alone the toes of this thing. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think the way they are framed and presented just in their title, uh, it doesn't. It does not come across as opinion, and I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I imagine that uh, they're as susceptible that it's at, to every other online news outlet that you have to compete for clicks, man. And right. If you have, you can't. If you have some shred of ethics, meaning that you will not put bullshit opinion in a new the news section. Right. Um. Then you can't drive traffic to your site with those boring things. So in order to compete, they put it out there to get draw people in. And that it's, sucks. It's, that sucks. It's almost like capitalism sucks. Especially for providing public uh, goods such as <laughs> the news. Yeah. Because I read... So the, the QAnon stuff made it to... And I've always just assumed that QAnon was just another stupid fucking, like, 8chan rabbit hole nonsense. I mean, it is. It is, but I didn't... I actually read the article uh, on from the New York Times about it today, and I was like, wow, this is dumber than I thought it could be, yet it's having more of an impact on our current political discourse yeah. than, hey... Get the government out of my Medicare bullshit. Right. Like, the exact same people who hop on the QAnon bandwagon are the same ones who are upset about how the government's fucking up their government-provided benefits. Right. You know, and... Right. I like... Uh, they, did, they, did, they did describe it as the obs- people who are as obsessed about these conspiracy theories at the levels that the QAnon types yeah. are. Um, that the closest, um, like, sociological phenomenon is cult behavior. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I heard part of a podcast with somebody, um, in an interview with somebody who had been in a cult and kind of used that experience to kind of become an academic on, on cult behavior and like exiting cults. Oh yeah. And, and that's kind of what he described it as like, this is cult behavior. Yeah. Um, and facts aren't going to bring people out of it. I disagreed when he said that you shouldn't, like, cut off friends or family members with those points of view. Hmm. Because I, I kind of think you should. Because I yeah. think, I think, much like with addiction, I think people have to kind of hit that rock bottom yeah. where they can then examine their their lives and if people are just kind of like coddling and and acting as that kind of safety net mm-hmm. i don't think they're going to hit that rock bottom and they're just going just going to continue again i'm not an academic we're not professionals we're not experts on anything so i can't but that's that's what i would do and that's what i do do i so 
Uh, I think there's a difference, and I wonder if some, anybody's actually any any academics or experts have done anything about this. Um, before the internet, yes, if you found yourself in that type of situation and you were cut off by your uh, your your non cult network, yes, you may find yourself in a situation without support. Right. But now with with the internet, with the internet, yeah, you can get moral support and even like monetary donations from people who also believe that what you're doing is right from around the globe and therefore allow you to continue to behave in that right. manner in isolation right. from your family and friends. Right. And, and I think that might be, I don't know, let me write a dissertation on, get, get, get me the results in 25 years when you actually work through the whole deal. If we are still a thing, then. Yeah. It's also, uh, um, my discourse... On the internet has really... I've taken it up a notch. Yeah, you, um, you turned it up to 11? Oh, yes. Excellent. Um, yeah, so I would apologize to friends uh, if I insult their obviously Trumpy friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. The most political They Might Be Giant song ever written yes. is called Your Racist Friend. And it's yes. all about, have you ever heard that song? No. It's uh, it's all about basically like, I'm sorry, get the fuck out of the party, you and your right. racist friend. Right. Like, you know. Right. <laughs> and it right. kind of feels that way. It's like, you're going to defend this piece of shit? Yeah. Then I, you have to leave too. Yeah. Just yesterday, um, I was replying to a friend's, friend's comment on something she posted about the most recent thing was that uh, the orange buffoon was now retaliating against people. Yes, he has been. And that is a fucking fact. My friend's friend basically wrote, well, um, you know, if I had an employee who testified against me, whether it was true or false... Uh, I'd shit can that person too. And that's like you can't, illegal. you just can't, you can't do that because with conflict, like it just won't work in the workplace. And my first, <laughs> I ended up leaving three initial replies. Oh dear. <laughs> my first was retaliation is illegal. Retaliation is legal. That's all you need to say. Yes. And then uh, my second one or third, because now I can't remember, uh, said, "You." Are aspiring to crime. <laughs> That's nice. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, you know, but these people, you can't talk any sense into them. No, it's, and not, a, it's not a discourse. So, about but, but I have I've recently discovered just how much I like insulting people. You just learned this? How much okay. I enjoy. I knew I enjoyed it, but I didn't know how much I enjoyed it. Especially if you can be somewhat original. Yeah. Which is why, for some reason, I called uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr., uh, or maybe it was Eric Trump, I don't remember, I called him a dumb tuna melt. <laughs> what does that fucking mean? I don't know, but it sounds like a good insult. But you know, you think about like, like melted cheese over a pile of white uh, fish mixed in with mayonnaise. It shouldn't work. Well, no, it looked, that's exactly what I think of when I think of a, a, a baby Trump. Yeah. It works perfectly. It's brilliant. Yeah, so so I kind of stepped back and saw that other people later in the day had responded and were echoing what I was saying to this one douche. A control. And this douche... No, I think just a dumb motherfucker. Okay, okay. And people were telling him, it's illegal. What you're talking about and what Orange Buffoon did is illegal. And his response, and I have to assume he was sincere because all of his others, other comments had been sincere. Not that that made them true. Not yet. And he said, if it's illegal, then how did he do it? And... I know how you're feeling because I felt it. I wanted to throw the coffee grinder. I wanted to throw the coffee grinder. And the comments that came after were like, yeah, man, that's why we're all pissed off. Because no one's holding him accountable. 
Right, right. He's doing illegal things, and they're walking through it. Uh, uh. And then this dipshit, <sighs> this dipshit, oh, eventually oh, got to the point God. where he said, well, you can fact check. I'm going to go play Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey. Mm-hmm. From, uh, this is a cool thing called, uh, 10 Affirmations to Recover from Disappointment. <laughs> Because, you know, we end each episode sharing an affirmation of some of the BS submitted via social media or Googled by myself while we're recording. And this week's affirmation was me Googling while uh, I was trying not to lose my mind over that story. Yes. So, on, uh, from a website, raiseyourvibrationtoday.com. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, I, I, this is how much I let my guard down. I thought... Maybe there's going to be a nugget in here that will be useful. Maybe because Carl knows what he and I have both gone through. Just the story. We have a shared experience now. Yeah. If it's illegal, then how did he do it? <laughs> and uh, Carl is hes going to take pity on me. And he's going to give us something good. A... A torch, to you a torch, <laughs> a torch that will light that cave of hope is what he's got. Okay. But based on the fucking domain name, I know it's not true. I don't and know. I want the coffee grinder, man. I think, like, you're vibrating. Your oh, vibration, I'm... Your yes. vibration is yes. amazing. I don't know if the listeners, not that we have listeners, can feel the vibration... Feel it, feel it. Thank you. Uh, but it's there, man. So In the Sad Pad Studio, it is here. We are vibing. Uh, so I'm gonna hit, we're gonna go shotgun style. I'm just gonna read one. And you're gonna be reaction. We're gonna go on the next okay. one. Okay. Right? All right. Boom, boom. Number one, I may be able to fix this, find this, change this later when I'm feeling better. Oh. Mm. Nope. Why? Sometimes problems work themselves out without me needing to do anything. Mm -hmm. Things usually work out for me in the end. Fuck <laughs> you. One of my questions, one, the thing I was thinking basking when you told me, what's the name of this again? Ten? Uh, ten affirmations to recover from disappointment. Right. I was going to ask you, I was like, is there more context? Like, is it a, just a recent disappointment? Because what if it's a lifetime of disappointment? Uh, is, this, is this ten supposed to work in both scenarios? Um, what I've come to the conclusion, even though you've only gone through three, uh, is that it will not work in either. There's no use in crying over stuff. <laughs> mm. Alright, take a deep breath. We're on number five. The only way I can make this better right now is to relax. Fuck right <laughs> off. <laughs> I've had disappointments before and I've always managed to be okay. Uh-huh. Things aren't always what they seem. No, they aren't. Sometimes they're worse. <laughs> Anything is possible with a positive attitude. Fuck you. <laughs> Number nine. It isn't what happens, it's how I react that matters. Okay. And finally, number ten. There's still a lot of things that are going very well for me right now. That is... Categorically false, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you for your reactions to those. <laughs> I don't think either is Carl, I'm happy to help. Uh, delighted, even. Hey, uh, uh -huh. you know, if, uh, if you listeners out there uh, share our frustrations or have any other suggestions on how we might work through these uh, disappointing, anger-filled times, uh, not involving destroying uh, more nice cans of beer or coffee grinders, please... Hook up with us on the social media and tell us. Give us some advice. Or, yeah, get us both marijuana. <laughs> you can follow us on social media at Stop Hating Cast and Insert the tweets and Stop Hating Yourself on Facebook. Oh, so you're hating God. Stop Hating Cast at gmail.com. And let's submit your favorite or most reviled affirmations to these accounts. Any advice you have on uh, working through this nonsense. Uh, that is existence. Our website, stophatriarchycasting.com. How you how, how you how you gonna get through this, man? 
going to be 100% honest yeah. and open mm-hmm. when I tell you. I have no fucking idea. Mm. I got no idea because I don't see how, how we can come back from this. I've started digging big holes in the backyard. Now I don't have a big uh, backyard, so you I don't know that I can do that. don't have a big backyard to start just digging holes. Alright, I'll give it a shot. Also, look at the shiny thing. Oh. As always, be good for yourselves, because good is We're not... Good. It was a cave of hope. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>